Welcome to the Ark Church Podcast. On here, you'll find all of our Sunday and Wednesday messages, as well as classes and special services. If you would like more information about the Ark Church, visit us at thearkchurch.com or download our app available to all app stores. Our heart for you is that you would live for God, grow stronger, and make a difference. Enjoy. All right. Welcome. <laughs> We're so glad to have you here. Uh, I trust the Lord's going to have something really special for each one of you. You know, he knows right where you're at. He knows what you need, and he'll have answers and encouragement for you, and he loves you, and uh, he's for you. So as I share the word tonight, just receive it from him. I'm just a voice that he's using tonight, but it's, it's his word. So, But we're so thankful for the word of God. It's amazing. Before I get started, uh, we will not meet next week. Uh, it's spring break, so we won't have class. So just want to let you know that. And let's start with our Bible. And if, if you need a piece of paper, I, my printer at home was broke, so I didn't get any little notes typed out for you. But if we have paper, if you want to take some notes, if you don't have paper, and Derek has some, he'll give you. <clears throat> Got your Bible ready? This is my Bible. Bible. It's God's Word to me. It strengthens me. It refreshes me. It's medicine to me. I love to read my Bible. That's our that's our motto in here. We we love the Word. Um, we're going to start with a scripture. I don't think I've ever used it for a healing class before, but it's just it says it all to me. It tells us exactly what. Uh, Jesus has done for us, and uh, you're familiar with it, I know. It's out of the book of John, John three sixteen. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. All right, God so loved the world. This is, he loves you. He loves every individual in here. He made you. He has, a, has good things for all of your lives. And uh, if you're in, dealing with a sickness, he wants you well. So, but he loves you. But it says, but, but it says whosoever believes in him. Believes is the word I want to focus on tonight. It's just another word for trust, for faith, for confidence in the Word of God, in the Lord, and His and the truth of, of the Word of God. So we're going to really bring that word in over and over tonight because we are called believers. So what does a believer do? Hey, they believe. So I heard one minister say, how can you be a believer and not believe? I mean, that's what we are believers. So we believe, and we believe the truth. We believe this word. But, um, but it says that he didn't come to the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And we always think of that mo- mostly for, um, you know, not going to hell when you die, which is, that's a part of it. But say this word saved is the word sozo. It's a Greek word that means, you might want to write this down, to save to heal, to cure, preserve, keep safe and sound, rescue from danger or destruction. Now that's an awesome word. It's so rich, it's so full, but it's yours. Saved. That's what he has for you. And that's what he's accomplished through what Jesus did at Calvary, 
when he died for us, he saved us. So this included the, uh, the part, the, the uh, provision for our physical bodies was included in that, that not just that we, um, in our spiritual lives, are uh, eternal with him when we receive the Lord. If you're saved... If you're born again, like I said, you are a believer. And that word born again just means born from above. So I trust everybody in here has been born from, from above, that you are born again, that you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Several years ago, we had somebody come to class, this class, never been to the church, the church in this church before. Somehow or another, he ended up in healing class and he found out he hadn't, hadn't ever received the Lord uh, as his Savior. And he hadn't, you know, of course, he didn't know about healing. So we just filled him up that night with truth. He, was, he received the Lord and then he received his healing. And I don't know if he ever came back to church or if that was just a one-time thing that God sent him here so he could be saved and healed. But uh, that was the first for us here. So we just have to make sure that everybody, and Al, Pastor Allen does this all the time in church. He, he gives the invitation to receive the Lord. But we, this is the most important thing. We want you healed, but we want you saved and going, going to heaven when you do die, when you leave this earth. But to, um, to receive from him, you, you must be a believer. You must have faith, and that's where believe and faith is interchangeable with trust and having confidence in him. And you must trust him. You must rely on him. You must have confidence in him, and you must, must, be, must be convinced about God's word, that it is the truth, and it is, it is that what he said in his word is truth, and it belongs to you. Everything in this, this Bible belongs to us as believers. So just embrace that word as we're going to go forward this message tonight, but we've got to have faith. We have to be believing him in order to receive from him, and you want to receive your healing because it's available, and you have to take that as your own. That's what receiving means. It just means to take it. It's not complicated. He didn't make it difficult. So um, just get that in your, in your hearts and in your minds of receiving from him is just taking what has been provided in, in this word. <clears throat> Jesus used the word believe uh, as, in some form quite often in scripture, in, in the gospels. He used that word believe, uh, believing, believed, uh, and it's, it's something that he, he used often. So um, Mark, I think one of the most amazing scriptures when he used that word, he used it twice in Mark 9.23. says, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So you must be leaving, be believing in order to have all things possible to you. If you find a scripture, that scripture can be applied to your life and received and whatever uh, provision it, it uh, offers, you can have that. It can be possible to you because some things look so big, but God's a big God. He's a mighty God. He's an all-powerful God. He's the creator. So he knows how to fix things. I mean, we've heard 
you know, I'm sure you've heard um, stories about people uh, having parts of their body missing and they were restored. I mean, this is what he can do. All things are possible, but it has to be to the believer, the, be- the person that trusts him and uh, relies on him and is confident in what he said in his word. So it, that's our, our part. And once we do that, he'll step in and he'll do his part always. Okay, believers should believe. We've got that settled. Uh, Webster's dic- Dictionary, and I thought, oh, thank you, Mr. Webster. You just put it so, so, so uh, plain here. He said, a believer is one who has confidence in truth. Don't you like that? You have a confidence in truth, and his word is truth. So we have confidence in this. If he said it in his word, it's true. It's, there's no question. There's no, uh, you know, gray areas. It's black and white. It's, it's just exactly what he said it is. But it's confidence in truth, confidence in God and in his word. Um, I think if you didn't get one of the little scripture cards, uh, 31 days, you can get one of those when you leave. This has all kinds of scriptures on it that is the truth about, about healing. It'll share truth with you about healing. So there's, some, there's scripture for every day of the week, uh, I mean every day of the month. So grab one of those if you don't have one. And uh, one of the, my favorites is out of um, Matthew eight seventeen. It says, he, Jesus himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. That's a truth that you can believe for yourself and you can receive that for yourself. So if he bore it, then why should we? Why should we bear something he's worn for us? I mean, it's just so simple. He made it so simple for us, not complicated at all. So uh, if there's a sickness that comes upon your body and you can say, uh, Jesus has already borne that for me. We know it's coming from the enemy. So you can res- resist that and say, I'm not receiving that because Jesus has already borne that for me. And I'm not going to bear it too. It's already been lifted off of me. So um, make it simple for yourself in those ways. It's just a, it's just a receiving. It's a believing. It is a, uh, just a, a rest in him and the truth of his word. And that's what faith is. It's a rest, trusting his word. So, if he bore it, we don't, we don't have to. We shouldn't be. And we should enjoy the freedom. And he wants us to, to have freedom from anything that, is, that is, the enemy has put in our bodies or on our bodies. He wants us to be free from that. So, it's available. And uh, we can have it. And we can enjoy it. I, I, I love healing. I love being relieved released from things that the enemies put on my body. I love it when I receive my healing and those things lift off of me. And uh, it's, it's just the best, you know. <laughs> I'd rather have that than millions of dollars in the bank. I really would. Just knowing that I can trust him to, to relieve me from, from any sickness, any disease, anything serious or not uh, that comes against my body. And uh, I've, I've just always loved receiving things that, uh, freedoms that he has provided for me and relieved me from sickness and disease. Um, Jesus, as I said, he used believe often in scripture. And one of the places I want us to go to tonight is, and we've taught on it often, and uh, you'll hear it if you, 
if you continue to come to healing class, in years to come, you will hear this, this story because it's one of our favorites to teach in here out of Mark chapter 5. <clears throat> We'll start with verse um, 21. It's uh, the story of Jairus. He was a ruler of the synagogue. And uh, he, he had a daughter that was sick, near death, seriously ill at home. So he came to Jesus. So he had faith. So he must have heard Jesus preaching and teaching, or he was... He was sitting in the crowds one day, uh, and he saw the miracles, or he he heard about because faith had to, it comes from hearing. So he had to he had to have heard about Jesus that he was a healer. So he came to Jesus in uh, verse twenty one. It says Jesus had crossed over by boat to the other side. A great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. So uh, Jairus immediately showed uh, respect and honor to the Lord. You know, he humbled himself before him. He was a ruler of the synagogue, which was a very high official in the, in the uh, Jewish faith. And um, he just humbled himself before Jesus. And, and it says he begged him earnestly. And I looked up that word. I really don't like using the word begged because I, we're not beggars. But he, I think he earnestly beseeched him or he earnestly uh, called out to him. It's from his heart. He was serious about this. <clears throat> and he said, my daughter, a little daughter, lies at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her and she, that she may be healed and she will live. This is... This is really very important. He made a statement of faith here. You lay your hands on her, she will live. She will live. And we know that that was true faith. It wasn't some, just something he was saying off the top of his head because Jesus followed him. And Jesus would not have followed him if there not had, had not been faith there because that's one of the things about our Lord. He has to have faith. He has to have us believing him. He has to have the people, people trusting him and believing him. And that's faith. That's what's required of us is faith. So he, uh, Jairus had faith. So Jesus went with him and a great multitude followed him. And here we're just going to kind of breeze over this, these next verses because it talks about the woman who had the, the issue of blood and she was, she was one that had faith too because, um, she said something, too, that was expression of her faith. She said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. So she had an expression of faith, too. I mean, she had something that she was uh, speaking out of her heart. And she did some things, too, that added, added uh, more uh, action to her faith, just, not just the words. She pressed through the crowd, and uh, she did touch, touch the bottom of his garment, and she was made whole. So he stopped for her and talked to her a while. She told him a lot of what had happened in her life. And, and uh, he just, he was impressed with her faith. He said, daughter, your faith has made you whole. So go in peace. So she received what she wanted because she believed. And she had faith and she had action. Those things are, have to be a part of faith. Action has to be a part. Faith and, 
faith is expressed in word, what we say in action. So, and sometimes the words are the action, if that's that's what you can do at that point. But at, at some point, there needs to be some more action to what you do. And she had that. Uh, she p- pressed through. And, uh, and she was not supposed to be there in the first place. So it was very uh, courageous of her to do what she did. But God rewarded her. The Lord rewarded her with uh, with her healing and her freedom. So, uh, but she, uh, they continued to, um, you know, J. J. Iris continued to be, stand right there with Jesus. And I thought that is so important that we stay close and we don't wander away from the word. You know, he didn't wander away from Jesus and go, what's he doing? My daughter, she's about to about to die. He stayed there. He stayed patient. And that's one thing you're going to have to be with faith too is patient. Through faith and patience, we inherit the promises. So be patient. Once you believe, you receive, then you, you're trusting the Lord to do his part. And he will. He watches over his word to perform it. It does not return to him void, the scriptures say. It'll accomplish what he sent it to do, but he's got to have faith He's got to have your trust in, in, in knowing that he's at work, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like. And uh, as J. Iris was, uh, uh, stayed next to Jesus, um, someone came. Let's take that up in verse 35. While he was still speaking, <clears throat> Jesus was still speaking to, uh, to the woman. Uh, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house and said, your daughter is dead. Why trouble the, the teacher any further? Wow. You can't get any worse news than that, huh? So we, let's put ourselves in Jairus' place. You know, think, think about the news he heard. That had to be a, you know, I think, how can I express it with, without, and, and, you know, without, <laughs> there are no words. But I just, have you ever gotten really bad news before? You feel like you've been hit in the, in the, belly, haven't you? Just locks the wind out of you almost. And I, I, I feel that that's what happened to Jairus. And, uh, but he, um, Jesus, and when he heard that, uh, he heard that too because Jairus had stayed close to him. He, he turned as soon as Jesus heard the words, verse 36 said, as soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be afraid, only believe. Do not be afraid. You've heard the worst news you can hear. Do not be afraid. What does that have to be with him staying in faith? Because I have to tell you, Fear is the one of the most the greatest enemies of faith. Fear has many faces. It can be, uh, you know, anxiety. It can be doubt. It can be, uh, you know, just concern. It can be just, you know, just losing it. <laughs> Fear is a horrible thing that the enemy tries to bring against the children of God to get them to drop their faith and just l- let them just lose it all. But Jesus was so sweet and kind. He said, Jairus, don't be afraid. Stay in faith. I mean, he didn't, these words aren't printed. But that's basically the message he was giving to him. Do not be afraid. When you go to the doctor and you may hear something that is so negative, or if you have a pain that's just so persistent, don't be afraid. Once you've trusted the Lord and believed him to minister healing to you, 
you cannot allow fear to begin to torment and because you'll it'll direct you away from your faith you could you could stop the flow of what god is doing in your life with a with a healing power of god resist fear the bible says that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear so i address it as a spirit <laughs> and i speak to it no in jesus name fear you cannot torment me you cannot rest upon me you cannot stay because it can come and it can start talking to you and it can start making you have feelings but really this is a fight of faith we're in and you have to fight that fear you have to push that fear back and say no no fear i'm i'm not allowing it and you have authority there jesus that's another beautiful thing he's given us in this word is authority over all the power of the enemy and he said nothing's going to hurt you use your authority in the name of Jesus, you can stand against these things that come to torment you, to cause you to try to doubt, to cause you to uh, just l drop it all, you know. And people have done that before. They're on a good path of healing, and all of a sudden something happens, a fear will hit, or, or some kind of, maybe the doctor said, I'm sorry, nothing's, you know, better. You don't pay any attention to that. You believe the report of the Lord. That's what Isaiah tells us. Isaiah 53, who, who, who's going to re reveal I and mean, believe the report of the Lord? Well, there's a report from the doctor. There's a report that the enemy tries to get you to believe. The, the, the enemy has a report. Well, I'm going to tell you something. This is never going to change. Uh, it's going to get worse. I mean, all of that negative stuff, resist that. Resist the negativity. Resist the fear that comes with it. And uh, stand. Take, stand your ground. Unbelief. Let me say this about fear. Fear, like I said, it has many faces. Doubt, worry, anxiety, concern. And the result of those is unbelief. So uh, Jesus could not have performed a miracle if there had been fear had stayed. Because, let me read you this out of uh, Mark 6, right next door here, um, 5 and 6. It says that he could do, Jesus could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. He marveled because of their unbelief. He couldn't do something. It's not that he didn't want to do something and he didn't want to do the mighty works, but he said he could do no mighty works. And that's what raising from the dead is. It's a mighty work. He couldn't do it because of unbelief. So he, if Jairus had stayed in fear, then, then Jesus would not have been able to raise her from the dead. So, I mean, he was so kind to, um, to tell him, don't be afraid, only believe. So we know Jairus listened to him because uh, he, he continued to uh, walk with Jesus and uh, Jairus continued to uh, just stay with him and come take him to his house. So um, in verse 37 of, of Mark 5, let's go back there. Mark 5, verse 37, uh, when he told him, do not be afraid, only believe. 
It says, verse 37 says, and he permitted no one to follow him except Peter, James, John, the brother of James. Then he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and saw a tumult and those who wept and wailed loudly. When he came in, he said to them, why do you make this commotion and weep? The child is not dead, but sleeping. And they ridiculed him. But when he had put them all outside, I just think this is, I love it. He, he allowed Peter, James, and John to come. So they had faith. He, he didn't allow people who didn't have faith in this situation. But the mother and the father, he put the others out. He put unbelief out. But he allowed the mother and the father to go in with him to where the child was. So the mother had faith too. She had to have faith because he allowed her inside. Because uh, unbelief would have interfered in what the Lord wanted to do. So if you have some friends... Or you have some family members who are trying to discourage you about your healing. You need to separate yourself from them. And do it, you know, not in a hateful way or a cruel way. But just because I know, uh, you know, I know in Joy's case, I've heard Brother uh, uh, Pastor Allen talk about uh, he, she had a friend that kind of tried to talk her out of standing for her healing. And he finally said, you can't come around anymore. Or you can't be, we cannot have you around trying to discourage joy. So it's so important to keep the right influences and voices in your life. You're, you're very smart coming to a class like this because you're around people who are going to believe. You know, you're around people who are going to, uh, those of us who teach, we're going to teach you faith and we're going to teach you how to receive your healing and how to, to walk it out. So um, surround yourself with people who you know will, will stand in there with you uh, and, and have faith with you. If there's unbelief trying to discourage you and doubt, you have to separate yourself and shut those things down. This is serious business. This is serious business. Some people you know, have very serious things they're, they're dealing with. But even if you're not dealing with a serious thing, all through your life, I'm about to be 77 years old, so I can tell you, you're always going to need healing. Always. So get it now. And get see, just see how God brings you through sickness after sickness after sickness or attacks. And uh, then, you know, as you go on through life, you'll have a strong faith uh, in uh, where healing's concerned. And, and God will be faithful to you all through your life. He has to me. And I'm so thankful for his, his healing provision. Um, okay. okay, verse 34. Oh, I, I look... <laughs> I looked up the word Taluth. Tal, all right, I'm not. I never have said this right. Talith. It's, it looks like Talitha Kumi, but it's Talita. I, I listened to it. Google's wonderful. You know, <laughs> I googled this. I said, "How do you pronounce?" And I spelled it out. And they said, "This foreign voice came on and pronounced it for me." Taluta. Taluta Kumi means little girl. Little girl, I say unto you, arise. And you know what? When, he, when she arose, she arose, she walked. But he had to heal her at the same time because something got, caused her to die. So that disease or whatever it was was healed too. 
So this is such a miracle. I love this story. It's just, there's so much of the wonder of God in this story. And that's what he is. I was trying to think of a word. What can I say about you, Lord? Because you're just beyond words. And I thought, he's just wonderful. He's wonderful. And that's what he did for this little girl. And they even, it said that the people were amazed with great amazement. So they were just amazed at what he does, what he did. But he will, the, the amazing thing to me is that the little bitty thing that you need relief from, he's amazing to relieve you from that too. Uh, I, I can't tell you the little pains and the little cricks and the little things that, uh, that, that he's relieved from my body because I just ask him and receive that healing from him. And he wants that for all of us. It, it thrills him that you take what he paid such a price for and receive that and walk in it. Receive it and be free, your freedom. Mark uh, 7.37, he does all things well. And I think that just kind of frames it right there. He does all things well. Period. He doesn't do a halfway job. If you need healing for something, he won't do a halfway job. He'll do it all the way. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You'll find that is in uh, Hebrews 13, 8. And then in Malachi 3, 6, it says, I am the Lord, I change not. So what he did then, he'll do today. He hasn't lost any of his power. He hasn't lost any of his abilities. He's He is the omnipotent God, all-powerful God, and he will be that in your life. For the things that are, that are impossible with men are possible with God, if you can believe. Acts 10.38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And this is something you really need to get settled in your hearts, too, if you haven't already, that that sickness is an oppression from the enemy. He never, God never puts anything on us to teach us any, something or to, to cause us to make our, uh, our life, you know, get it, toughen us up or something. Uh, that, that's not him. It comes from the enemy. It says he healed all. So that's, that would in, include even today. He will heal all if you'll believe him, if you'll trust him. But um, that, because the devil is the, the oppressor. He's the one that, brings the mess against our lives and and God is a uh, a father and no father is going to want sickness and and pain upon their children I mean they want to relieve them and help them and set them you know see that they're they're taken care of and that's he's he's a better father than any natural father could be uh, our responsibility is to get this word in us and that's why I wanted to give these cards out tonight I just uh, you know there's Two or three for every day of the month. So this is your next assignment. <laughs> Let's see, what day are we on? We're on 8th. So tonight when you go to bed, before you go to bed, there's three here that you can read for today. And uh, one may stand out to you a little bit more than the other. Well, meditate that one especially. So you got to meditate this word. You study this word. You you talk this word to yourself. This is our this is our exercise of uh, getting the word so into our hearts that uh, it we will speak it, 
We'll have the faith because faith comes by hearing the word, but we'll speak it and, uh, and we'll see the Lord be able to move on our behalf because speaking is a part of, of faith. And, and it, James talks about it's like uh, when we, our, our tongue is like the, the uh, rudder on a ship. It'll take us somewhere. So it, this, speaking the words of faith of healing will take you to healing. And, it, you know, it, it's true. It, it works. Proverbs 4. Verse 20. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those that find them, and health are medicine to all your flesh. So this is our this is our instruction from the Lord. Give give this word your attention. It's not like a glance. It's not like a you know just a kind of glazing grazing over. It's it's an attention that you give to this word. Uh, give to these scriptures that that you have on this card. Um, Listen to, listen to the word you're, you're hearing it in here. There's there's a lot of good teachings uh, on uh, different, you know, from different ministers. Keith Moore, who comes here, has a, a uh, what is it, a podcast or something? Just some le- some lessons on on faith. Those are good to listen to. Uh, of course, you know Pastor Allen as he teaches. So, in any other places you can go to hear the Word of God, it's just going to add to your life. It's going to cause you to be more and more grounded in the things of God, and uh, be closer to Him. And that's what we want. We want to be as close to Him as we can get. But then, love to read the Bible. We say that in, when our confession. And if you don't, start saying it. I love to read the Bible. I love to read my Bible. It, it may sound strange at first, but do it. Because what you're doing, you are hitting, getting yourself going in that direction, like loving to read your Bible. I love to read my Bible. Even though, like I said, you may not really love it right now, do start saying that. I love to read my Bible. It will, you will have what you say, the Bible says. If we believe it in our heart and can say it with our mouth, we will have what we say. So start saying, I love to read my Bible, and you're going to fall in love with reading the Bible. You will not be able to get enough of it. You can sit and read it for hours, and it's like you just like, where did the time go? It's such a wonderful, wonderful uh, book to read, and it's life. It's God talking to us, and it's, it's full of his love and provision for us, and um, healing is certainly a big part of that. Um, Matthew 7. Verse 7 says, Ask, and it will be given you. Seek and you will find, knock, and it will be open unto you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be open. Do you believe that? Are you a believer? <laughs> I think you're a believer. Do you believe that? Yeah. If you ask for healing, he said, uh, it will be given you. If you seek to know his will for your life, and healing is a part of that, you'll find it. Knock. It's just... You know, I want to know more, Lord. I want to have more of you. 
uh, just seeking him and going after him and, and uh, learning more about him. That's all involved in the scripture. But you'll find him. The door will be open to you. More revelation, more, more of him. I love that. Knocking, will, it will open. Whatever you need will open up to you. But then if you go on down to verse 12, uh, verse 11, it says, If you then, being evil, or, you know, that's a natural man, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those that ask him? So getting to know him as a loving father is so important for you and how much he loves you. Because if you know he loves you so much, uh, going to him for everything will not be hard. Uh, just knowing that if you knock, he'll open that door for you and he'll welcome you in. And you can go sit on his lap and talk to him and, and tell him what you need, like a daddy, you know, a, 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 loving, a loving father, a good daddy. So uh, he's, got it. he's got healing for you. You are a believer. So uh, all he needs is you believing him and receiving what he has for you and enjoying uh, the things of God, enjoying being free from the torments of uh, sickness. And that's what it does. You know, it's, just, it's that the, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So sickness is a thief. It takes from us in so many different ways. Not only, you know, our physical uh, well-being and strength and, uh, you know, just feeling good. But you think about uh, the money that has to be spent <laughs> on medical things uh, is just astronomical. The things uh, that you know that are required out there as you go for all of this medical stuff, and thank God we have it. It's helped many people, but it's, it is there's a lot of expense involved in in those things, and and He wants you to uh, you know be spared that too. So well, let's just close with prayer and thank Him for His Word, Father. We thank you so much for. Uh, providing for us so richly. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did for us. By the stripes placed upon your back, you provided healing, and you bore the sickness for us so we don't have to bear it. Thank you, Father. I just pray that everyone under the sound of my voice will realize that they can be free, that they have truly been redeemed from all the things that the enemy would bring against their lives. And, Father, that they'll walk in the victory that you have provided for them. We thank you for it and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us. We hope this message has blessed you. Don't forget to check us out on all the social platforms. We're uploading encouraging content on a regular basis. For more information, go to thearcchurch.com. Have a great week.